In our last episode, Galena was disturbed by her father's comment. Hello, I'm Anne-Marie Moore, author of the Love's Weaving Hands series books. I would like to welcome you to the LWH series audiobooks podcast. Here, you can listen to the audio version of my books. It is my hope that this series will encourage every woman to know true love. This is a nine-book series, and I will be your narrator for book two, Matchmaker. Chapter 13 The three kept time as they walked along the path leading to Nana Abigail's home. Tom walked a little ahead of them while Jennifer stayed back with her father, who looked obviously nervous. Jennifer steadied the cake in her hands and looked around. Beautiful spring day, isn't it, Papa? He nodded in silence. When she told Galena her concern about her Papa keeping to himself, she replied, Your father is a reserved man. He has a lot on his mind and it is best to give him the room he needs to think. There were times I wish I could break into his thoughts, Miss Galena, to find what troubles him. Thinking of marrying a woman other than your mother is a big decision for your father. I'm sure he wants to make the best decision for all of you. Her thoughts returned to the present. Robert straightened his collar. He seldom wore a tie, and she could tell it brought him a bit of discomfort. He had combed his hair back and his shaved face was smooth-looking. She could see why her mama would have fallen in love with him. You look handsome, Papa, she assured him. Tom reached the steps up the small porch and waited for them to catch up. Her father still fiddled with his tie. Before they climbed the steps, she said, Papa? He stopped, and she handed him the cake. She reached for his collar and straightened the neckline and tie. Thank you. His nervous smile was clear on his face. It delighted her that her papa would marry Nana Abigail. Tom would have plenty of good food, and her papa would be happy. At least, she hoped he would. Yet, she could see something more in his eyes he wasn't saying as she finished straightening him. I want you to be happy, papa. His smile grew. He looked at Tom, then back at her. And I believe you will be happy too. He turned towards the road leading to the Tyndale home and stared at it for a few moments before nodding at Tom to knock on the door. Robert held the cake in his hands, thinking about what he might say. Tom knocked, and he heard noise inside and the sound of steps nearing the door. Abigail opened the door. Her eyes immediately fell on him. It surprised her. Come in, everyone. No need to be standing out in the cold, Abigail said cheerfully. Tom, Jennifer, Grace greeted. Grace, that dress is so beautiful on you. Jennifer embraced Grace with a tight squeeze. My little princess, my Nana makes the prettiest dresses. Grace twirled and curtsied before Jennifer and Tom. You are talented, Miss Ellison. Robert handed her the cake. Have you considered making dresses for the women in Brooks Village? It has crossed my mind a time or two, Mr. Gall. She directed him to have a seat at the table. They enjoyed afternoon tea and Jennifer's cake. Tom, Jennifer, and Grace played a game in the living room while Robert and Abigail lingered in the kitchen. Another cup of tea, Mr. Gull? No, thank you. Abigail opened the porch door, then stepped outside to draw in a breath of fresh air. Robert followed. We miss you at the store, Miss Allison. Tom misses your help, as does Jennifer, especially in the kitchen. I've missed them, 
And Jennifer is such a great help with with Grace. Interesting how you can move across the village and we hardly see each other anymore. I've been busy, Mr. Gall. I can see by the nice dress you've sewn for Grace. That, and I am her schoolteacher. My wife taught Jennifer, Tom, and myself to read. Abigail raised a brow. It takes some humbling for a man to admit such a fact. It takes a patient woman to teach him how. Your wife was a jewel whose value was far above rubies. As you are, Miss Allison. Abigail turned away. I must admit, I miss you too, Abigail. His words made her take a step away from him. I appreciate your kindness, Mr. Gall. Robert, he asserted. That is what my friends call me. Please understand, Robert. From a child, my greatest desire was to serve the Lord. Robert gave a glance back in the house with a perplexed look in his eyes. I know what you may think of with Grace, but contrary to the rumors that have spread in Brooks Village, I am not her mother. She is in my care till the appointed time God has ordained. But what of your future, your happiness, Abigail? I am content serving the Lord where he's placed me. Abigail smiled. Would you ever reconsider the possibility? Perhaps pray to God and see what he says. Abigail paused a moment. I shall pray and ask the Lord, although I will forewarn you. He has said no to me before. From your statement, I gather you have had a suitor? That I have, and he was a stubborn man who would not marry any other. I see. You have feelings for this man? He was a wonderful friend to me. That's all. Then will you not consider a future with me? Robert pressed. Abigail turned away, then looked at Robert. I will ask the Lord concerning you, Mr. Gall. Thank you, and I will accept whatever answer God gives you, Miss Allison. As you enjoyed today's story, I'd like to welcome you to become an LWH Series Audiobooks podcast supporter. This project has been so much fun as the books take on their own life in audio format. The heartbeat of LWH series is to encourage every woman to know true love. There are plans to turn the third book of the series into a radio drama. Help us continue providing you with Christian entertainment that has biblical values. Visit lwhseries.com forward slash support. He straightened the final items Tom brought in and went behind the counter to take out his ledger. When he looked up, to his delight, Abigail and Grace came up the porch steps of the store. Abigail instructed Grace to remain outside. He tried to contain his smile and not show his anticipation of having waited weeks for her response. Jennifer walked in from the back, and as soon as she noticed Nana Abigail was entering, she turned to squeeze her papa's arm and gave him a warm smile before retreating to the back again. Abigail approached the counter, but she did not extend a hand of greeting to him, and it stung Robert. She knew their customs well. The greeting of hands is a friendly gesture, but once a man seeks a woman to marry, as he did Abigail, the greeting of hands gave him an open invitation to begin a courtship with her. It was clear to Robert that was not Abigail's desire. Robert lowered his head, and silence fell between them. He looked up at her and broke the silence. I respect your decision, Miss Allison. Tis my lord's decision. 
for he alone has captured my heart. She gave him a sympathetic smile, and the cracking of her voice assured him this was a difficult decision for her to make. He knew she cared for him and did not want to see him hurt. That is true, he assured her, and I will not compete against the Lord. I hope my requests will not hinder our friendship. Thank you kindly for all you have done for we grace and I, Robert. I always welcome your friendship and that of your children. Then you shall be Nana Abigail to all of us, if you don't mind that I refer to you by your endearing name. Eventually most call me Nana Abigail. She gave him an approving smile. Galena sipped her tea, musing on the possibilities that lay ahead for Robert and Abigail. Miss Galena? She turned to see Jennifer standing in the living room doorway. Come in. Jennifer was crying. What is it? Galena rose and led Jennifer to sit with her on the couch. Oh, I don't know. I guess we were all hopeful. What happened? Two months back, Papa, Tom, and I went to see Nana Abigail. I did as you suggested. I made my cake. I made sure Tom looked respectable. And Papa looked so handsome. Jennifer drew in a teary breath. Papa got the courage to ask Nana Abigail to marry him. But she said, no. Papa has been so sad. You know, he doesn't show it, but I know. Tears streamed down her face. I failed him. No. Galena put her arms around her. Abigail's refusal is not your fault. I know, but somehow I wonder if I couldn't have done more. It took Papa so long before he got the courage, and now... Galena waited. I heard him mutter when he accidentally dropped something, how he need not marry. You think Abigail's refusal put a strain on him? I don't know, Miss Galena. I think there's something more bothering him. When Nana Abigail comes to the store, he's fine. It's just like they've always been. Only now, he calls her Nana Abigail like the rest of us do. Jennifer... Sometimes people have to sort things out. Maybe Abigail needs more time. You really think she will change her mind? Jennifer's teary eyes melted Galena's heart, and she held her in a motherly embrace. Abigail has once said, there is a time for everything. Jennifer looked up at her, and she also says it is all part of God's weaving hand. Precisely. And this may be the part of their love story we must accept until she and your father come to a mutual agreement. Thank you. I'm glad you are so hopeful, Miss Galena. You always are, with matters of seeing men and women happily married. I want my papa to be happy. If you say Nana Abigail is the woman to make him happy, then I will wait too. Galena held Jennifer. She would give Robert and Abigail time before she made her next move. If you would like to get this book and other books of the Love's Weaving Hands series, please visit lwhseries.com. Love's Weaving Hands series books and audios are copyright by Living Faith Publishing, LLC. 